Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. This is your girl Kim, the Yinza, coming at you this Tuesday, February 23rd. Even though, let's just be honest, I'm recording it the day before. So technically, it's February 22nd. But it's all good, you know? I hope Yin's guys have had a great week. It's Monday. Ugh. I mean, it could be worse, right? Nothing is really that new with me. I'm just living the life with the parents, you know what I'm saying? Watching Bravo, because there's a lot of stuff going on. And I literally know that I say that all the goddamn time. But it's kind of true, right? Isn't that why you guys listen to this podcast? As Jim Carrey would say in The Mask, I'd like to think so! That was really dumb, but that's okay. We're going to get into some topics on what the Bravo epic, explosive, explosive premiere of Jersey. And I know that Allians guys probably thought that too. We're going to go into it a little bit. We're going to do the same segments that we've done in the past with Roni and fucking, well, we did this with Jersey the first time I started this podcast. So it's going to be the same type shit. Uh, But let's just get to the intro stuff. What the Bravo. So what the Bravo? (laughs) No, really, what the Bravo? Some stuff going on. First of all, let's just say happy motherfucking bravo bravo motherfucking birthday to you denise richards she just turned 50 and let me tell you this if i can look a little bit like denise richards when i hit 35 i can die a happy woman you know she's fierce i don't know if she's had any work done on her face not really sure i wouldn't be shocked because anyone in hollywood does at this point anymore even the reality stars aka stassi schroeder Sheena Shea, even though she says that she only does Botox. But you know what? To each their own. If you do it, do you. It's all good. But if I could look halfway as decent as she does, halfway as beautiful, not fuck that, not decent, halfway as beautiful as her, I'd be down with it. So happy birthday, Denise Richards. Hope it was a good one. When did she turn 50? She turned 50 February 18th. So all of you February 18th-er birthdays, happy belated to you guys too. Let's switch gears here a little bit and talk about our king, our king of Bravo TV, Mr. Andy Cohen. On an episode of Watch What Happens Live last week with who was on Amanda and Kyle from Summer House. And I guess someone asked him, might have been in the audience, the virtual audience, asked him, which Bravo celebrity would you allow watching your baby little Benjamin? And this is what he said. This I quote it. I quote it, honey. He says, The truth of the matter is I would pretty much choose anybody because I think it would not be in their best interest to fuck it up, you know? Ooh, so true, Andy. He knows. He knows that he got all those people under his belt because he basically controls their salaries at this point. So, yeah, I guess anyone, any Bravo celebrity would be able to watch him. Ramona Singer, would you be available or do you have to go hang out with your 60 closest girlfriends. I don't know. I also just recently read this. Sir, Lisa Vanderpump Sir, just reopened after being closed, obviously because of COVID, for a long, long time. They decided to open the restaurant close to Valentine's Day, which is really cute. But also, 
read this too. I've discovered this website. Not really discovered it. It's probably been there for a long time and I follow their asses on Instagram. So yes, girls, keep doing God's work. Or yes, boys, keep... Basically, yes, yens, guys, keep doing God's work with the Real Housewives. You know what I'm saying. So this website's called All About the Real Housewives, right? So on here, I'm seeing this nice little subject headliner. Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants have been sued sued honey for how much money one hundred thousand dollars or at least it says nearly one hundred thousand dollars but why are they being sued um (laughs) let me tell you because apparently they have unpaid produce bills i'll say it again produce i'm talking fucking asparagus freaking carrots bananas, papayas, you name it, bananas, unpaid motherfucking produce. Why aren't you paying that vegetable and fruit bill, Lisa? Come on. So the West Central Produce Company, I'm assuming it's this big corporation or something. I don't know. But they are suing the Vanderpumps, their restaurants, because they're not paying up for their fucking shit, which is vegetables and fruits. Makes me really want to have a smoothie right now, but I don't really have any vegetables or fruits right now. I got to go to the goddamn store, you know? So transitioning from that, Vanderpump restaurants are being sued. Okay, hopefully they can figure all that shit out. Now we're talking about the departures. We have some departures on Bravo. First off, this happened the other day, really. It was pretty, pretty, pretty recent. Brandy Redman, Real Housewives of Dallas, are, uh, she was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader from what I remember. She's just announced her departure from the Real Housewives of Dallas. And now what people are speculating, they are speculating a recent blind item. And that blind item is releasing the real reason. And I'm stating what it says. It says, as I told you years ago, the offspring of a housewife came by way of an affair the husband had. Apparently, that is about to be made public. Well, I guess it's already been public. So first of all, this blind item, I looked it up online. It's some weird ass website or something. What the fuck is it? I don't get it. I was trying to figure it out. It's going to this crazy days and nights shit. It's like a .NET website. I'm very confused. If anyone can let me know what the hell this blind item is, what does this mean? Is this like a little thing that's like all the secrets and the tea are spilled without people saying who they are so they can remain anonymous and all that kind of shit? I don't know what it is. So I'm a little confused by it. But Brandy is leaving. She wrote some pretty religious, but some people would say it was cryptic for whatever reason. But it seemed very religious to me about how she, I really don't remember the post, but I thought it was a nice post to say, hey, bye. The interesting thing is she leaves a departure post from the Real Housewives of Dallas. But we have our girl, Kate Chastain, who also just left Bravo's chat room. So she is no longer co-hosting with Giselle, Portia, and Hannah. Now I go on the Bravo website and I'm reading through the article and shit and all they're saying is she just departed from the show. There's no reason. I'm curious as to why she left. I do have to say I think she made a huge difference to the show. It's still going to be good. 
I just like all four of the ladies together. It just makes sense to me. You know what I mean? They're doing like a three-way with the whole show. I don't think they're going to be getting someone else. Like, could you see Paige in there? I could see her there just because Hannah's there, but she wouldn't be able to hold her own in my opinion. But maybe she could. Like, who am I? So Kate is no longer on the chat room. However, the article did say that she will continue to do the Galley Talk episodes, which by the way, those things are fucking awesome. I love those episodes. And it's crazy because I think I've seen this season of Below Deck far too many times, but I just really enjoy the commentary from all the previous yachties from seasons past, like Bobby, ugh, Yes, for some odd reason, now I think he's really, really hot, where before when I was introduced to him on the show, I was just like, yeah, okay, this is, okay, he knows that he's good looking, but I don't know if I'm into him, but him being on Galley Talk, I'm kind of digging his vibe. Colin's great, love him, sweetheart, you know, Kate with Connie, great dynamic, yes, Kelly and his sister, I don't remember her name, I feel bad for it, but also... Let's go back to Alex. Alex being on Below Deck. Was it Below Deck, man? I don't know. He was on Below Deck whenever Malia was the fucking bosun and we hated that shit, right? And he got promoted to lead deckhand from her. Uh, who else is with me thinking that it's fabulous? Bravo is showing these people's houses like Josiah's house, right? Which, by the way, Josiah, love you. Yes. So they're like Josiah's house. And then they're like, in Fort Lauderdale, Kate's house, and then uh, Kelly's house in Miami and all that kind of shit. And then you go to Boston, Massachusetts, <laughs> and then you have Alex, not Alex's house, but Alex's mom's house. Yes, that was so lovely. I thought it was the cutest thing ever. And here's the thing. I think, this is just my own personal opinion, Andy has a special place in his heart for three dudes in the Bravo-verse or the Bravo-sphere, whatever you want to say. And these three guys are as follows. Alex from Below Deck, because he is fucking awesome. I mean, we loved him. Craigie, Craigie Conover, and Austin from Southern Charm. I think Andy just has a thing for the three of them and he just loves them dearly. So I almost feel whenever he was like Alex's mom's house, because they don't have to say Alex's mom's house. But you know, sometimes whenever you're X amount years old, like 28, 29, 30, I mean, fuck, I'm 33 and I'm chilling with my parents right now. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times people get shit for it. But you know, we're in a fucking pandemic right now. So this is just what it's got to be. So... I feel like they were trying to make fun of him a little bit, even though it's cute. I don't know. I, I'm just rambling on about it. I could be completely wrong. I just thought it was cute. Loved it. So galley talk, yes. I can't wait for even more of it. Below Deck is over. And now we have Below Deck Sailing Yacht to look forward to. I have to say, this upcoming season of that looks pretty intense. I mean, some boat gets fucked up, which is sad and scary. I wouldn't want to be under Captain Glenn's... Uh, foot if you know what I mean because I feel like he could stomp on you pretty hard but let's go on to the best the main the main enchilada the best thing Real Housewives of New Jersey the premiere honey get ready because it is a shit show in the best way so the main event honeys are Jersey girls okay are Jersey girls 
This episode was pretty freaking crazy. It was interesting to not really get a little bit of the update with what's going on with Teresa and Joe, even though we already know that they're donezo. But I would have thought just for the sake of him and his involvement, obviously, with his girls, I thought there would be a little bit of something said about that, but it wasn't. So not a big deal. It's not like I really want to hear what's going on with Joe anyways, because he's a piece of shit. But he seems like a good dad, though. I mean, the girls are obsessed with him. So it starts off with our girl Jackie oh, planning a birthday event for her husband, Evan, the one that doesn't get the BJs because if we recall last year, or was it last season or the season before? Yeah, it was last season, I believe, whenever she said that Jewish girls don't give BJs. I have no idea if that's true. I thought that was very interesting that she even said that, but she's throwing a birthday party for her husband, Evan, which is also interesting because the way that she does this shit, it's pretty, as Chef Rachel would say from Below Deck, it was pretty extravagant, like an extravaganza, yes? Because she's kind of putting a lot into it. It's pretty festive looking. It's not like her kids' birthday parties when she had that big ass box and says, here's the party favors, go in and dig in. Here's the box of pizza. It's nothing like this. This is a big kids' party. So Jackie is up in the ante. I mean, it's 2020 because technically they were filming this in 2020. So it's 2020, honey. She was not playing. So she's throwing him a birthday party. Celebrate him. Yay, happy birthday, my God. Then we find out Dolores, honey. Dolores is my favorite. She is my favorite Jersey girl because she's the shit and I still want her to get back with Frank. I mean, I really, really do. I will say that until the day that she gets back with him. Which it doesn't seem like she will, but I just want her to. So we find out that Dolores has some plastic surgery stuff going on. She got her second ass implant. Damn. I wonder if it hurt. Did it hurt, Dolores? Like, how how, how did you recover from that? How did you sit down? Or did you have to sit on your stomach the whole time? How does that even work? I mean, with a boob job, I would think all you have to do is just, like, sit down and all that shit. But when you get an ass job, you can't really sit down. I think it would hurt like a motherfucker, right? Anyways, she got her ass done. And then we also found out that Margaret got her boobies done. So yeah, girls, way to do Yin's guys. The girls are taking care of themselves the way that they want to. Yes. Eventually we get to Teresa in the episode. This is obviously at the very beginning, right? And we find out she talks a little bit about her dad because he was so present on the show for years and years and years. So Teresa in her confessional talks about her dad and his passing. He ended up getting pneumonia and then he had a mini stroke. And then after that, he passed within 24 hours. That's sad. I loved seeing him on the show. First of all, he was always cooking. I was so impressed by that. I mean, the guy really knew what he was doing in the kitchen and the girls just loved him. It's a sad thing that he's gone, but you know, it seems like he lived a good, a good, happy life with his family. It's nice too that they all have this footage from the show of him always, which is really something cool and something that I'm sure that they'll treasure. With that, we're going back to Jackie. She explains that due to the whole coronavirus thing, she's looking at life a little bit differently. Like, holy shit, things can come and go so quickly that now she wants to maybe put a little bit more money into things that maybe she wouldn't have before. So that's part of the reason why she's doing a bigger birthday celebration for Evan, which is cool. I'm totally down with that. 
So whenever the party is starting, people are coming, everyone's there. Of course, who's late? Jennifer and Bill. Well, Bill's not late because of himself. He's late because of Jennifer. Let's just be real. But not only is Bill and Jennifer late, Miss Teresa is late AF too. Okay, she's not there. She arrives later with her realtor named Michelle. It's interesting because the way that the edits were, in my mind, I was like, okay, are they trying to put in our little thinking caps that this could possibly be a thing? Like Teresa and Michelle could potentially have a fling this season. That's what was going on in my mind. That was that's what was sizzling in my mind. But I'm probably wrong. But did you guys have that feeling too? There was just something in that little scene that just made me feel like, is this where it could go? I wonder. I wonder. Then from there, everyone is there. Jackie gets up on the mic. Happy birthday, husband. Yay, 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 yay. Basically, she goes up there and she's talking about giving him a blowjob. Like, what? Like, are you going to do it? Oh my gosh, yay. She's like, yeah. And then she's like, no. So he still probably didn't get a BJ. I'm so sorry, Evan. I'm sorry. After the BJ thing, oh, here it comes. Here it comes, peeps. Teresa opening her mouth, already getting dirty. She's being the Danielle dagger right off the bat, okay? No ponytail pull felt around the world. No, 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 no. Just a big ass old rumor about Evan. I don't even remember who she goes up to first, but She's asking about Evan as far as, hey, doesn't Evan do things whenever he goes to the gym? In my mind, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, do things? Yeah, he probably works out. He probably goes on a damn treadmill. I mean, what do you want from me? I don't know. And then we can kind of tell that she's like, he kind of like screws around and shit. So, Teresa, you're starting shit and you know it. You're being a shitster. You're being a fucking Candace right now. That's who you're being, okay? And who knows? Jackie could end up being a fucking Monique. She don't want to play with you. So, she's starting shit and it gets even more deep. And I'm pretty sure all Ian's guys probably know because you've already seen the episode. But I just like to talk about, oh my God, this is so fun! The crazy thing is, though, whenever Teresa went up to Jennifer and asked her about that, Jennifer did admit that she did hear something about that rumor as far as it came to Evan, but she doesn't even remember who said it to her. Holy shit. The world of Jersey gets smaller and smaller, okay? In my mind, I'm like, did they get the information from Kim D? Did they? Because we all know the relationship between Teresa and Kim D from the past. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did they get the information from Danielle? I have no idea. Because you know Danielle and her aren't good anymore either. But maybe they're trying to get better. I have no idea. But I have a feeling we will find out where the information came from eventually. Wouldn't it be crazy if it was Joe Gorga? Oh my god, I would die. <sighs> so, of course, telephone. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hey, you know, Teresa said... But Evan, Evan, he's going fucking around gym, blah, blah, blah. So basically, it's all over the party. Teresa can't shut her fucking mouth, which makes the episode so much better, I have to say. Oh, so good. So then the party's over, okay? We go to Marge's house. We see that it's finally coming along because she's been renovating for fucking ever. Still needs a little bit of work, Marge, but that's okay. Marge Sr. then comes over in her beautiful mini Cooper. I... I'm so excited that Jersey is back because I get to do my Marge, my Margaret Josephs impression. 
and I love Margaret Josephs, and I just love to talk like her, and Jennifer Aiden, oh my god, those are my two favorite bitches to uh, try to be like, so yes, keep doing your thing, you're doing God's work. Okay, so back to Margaret. Marge Sr. comes over, and she spills the tea. Margaret tells her mama, oh my god, mom, there's a rumor that Evan's fucking around behind Jackie's back. (gasps) Oh my god, ridiculous, okay? Then, We transition to the Gorga household. Hello, Antonia. How the fuck old did you get? I can't even believe you're like 14, 15. I forget how old you are, but you're like a teenager now. This is crazy. And we also find out that she has a boyfriend. Oh my God. Joe Gorga is probably like early to his grave for that because he is not down for it. And I love it because it's great on the, (laughs) it's great. It was hilarious to hear Joe in his confessional (laughs) that he basically wants his daughter to be a nun and not do any of the shit. Don't do it. Okay. Uh, Then Melissa's talking to Joe about the rumor with Evan and him fucking around on Jackie. Man, let me tell you, all these people are doing the reflections on if Evan is messing around. Shit is going to get dirty and it's going to be so Good. Okay. I'm so excited. Same thing with Jennifer and Bill. You go to their house. They're doing the same exact thing. It's great. But then we go to Dolores's house. You got Dolores. You got David. I don't like David still. I'm not a fan of his. I think he sucks. He sucks. I just don't like him. So Dolores and Frank still live together. Yay. Hashtag love that forever and ever. And then we find out that little Frankie is living with David, which is Dolores's boyfriend. Kind of weird, but it all makes sense to them. Hey, you know what? It's 2021. Whatever. So he's living with David because he's trying to study for the GMAT. This dude is like really doing his shit because he wants to advance in his life. You go, little Frankie. Yes. So he's living with David. And I found it very interesting. He's so supportive with little Frankie, which he should be. And I remember him saying in the episode, when you put a lot of time into something, things grow. Ugh, hypocrite much? Hello? Dolores has put so much time into the relationship with you. And A, you don't want to put a ring on it and you're not living together. Who the fuck are you, bro? Who are you? Okay, that's crazy to me. Maybe you should look in the mirror, see what you just said and apply it to your life. That's all I'm saying. And then he gets mad about her elective surgery. Now, here's the thing. I can I can understand where David's coming from. Dolores is a beautiful woman. In my opinion, she didn't need any of that. And it is kind of risky whenever you're doing that kind of shit, especially if you don't need it. There is a high risk at that. Maybe not high risk, but there is risk to it. So I see what he's saying. But also, Dolores is going to do what she's going to do. She's a grown-ass woman, and she wanted to do it. So rightfully so, she did. Okay, but he didn't like it. So then after we hear about the surgery stuff with Dolores and David and all that kind of stuff, their disagreements, blah, 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 we go to the Aiden household. We find out that Jennifer's dad starts living with them. So we saw a lot of Jennifer's mom last season whenever she was being faced with accepting that her son is gay and she had a problem with that and she's so traditional, that kind of stuff. So we saw that and we actually saw her grow into having a better understanding of her son and it was a really beautiful moment to see last season so we saw a lot of her then I haven't really seen a lot of her of course I mean it's the fucking first episode okay so her dad's living with her now 
since her other brother, he recently just got married as well. And then eventually after that, he moved to Turkey to be with his wife. So I guess that brother was living with her parents and now he's married. So he's in Turkey. Okay. So because of that, Jennifer took her dad in and they were doing this big ass family dinner and her mom didn't show up because they were talking about how Jennifer's mom and dad as of late, have been arguing all the time since her brother left for Turkey. So because of that, Jennifer was like, I just want my dad to live with us. It'll make everything easier. So that's what they're doing. And then we get back to the epic shit that we saw at the very beginning. Jackie, 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 Jackie. She calls up Teresa and she's like, look, bitch, what the (laughs) fuck? No, she doesn't say that. But she calls Teresa because she wants to address these rumors, the rumors that Teresa is spreading. I guess a friend called Jackie to let her know about all this shit. She doesn't say who it was. Of course she wouldn't. Why would she? Oh, my God. Wouldn't Wouldn't it be great if it was Jennifer or something? That would be amazing. So she wants to meet at a neutral place, which I guess is Margaret's for whatever reason. I think one of them lives close to her. I think Jackie lives close to her. So they're going to Margaret's house to address the situation. Jackie gets there first and she wants to talk to Margaret about the whole situation. She wants Teresa to basically shut the rumor down. Like, what the fuck? You're wrong. So she wants her to do that. And whenever Teresa comes over, damn. She is so raw whenever she delivers the information that she received from the friend that we do not know who it is. She's so raw about her delivery and she's so poised. I thought that was very interesting. Usually if it was someone else, it would be like, what the fuck? I hate you. But it's not like that. She's calm, cool, and collective like a cucumber, honey. She is so chill with the information that she is asking and giving to Teresa. So waiting for Teresa's response, she's sitting there waiting. Teresa finally starts by saying she can't say who the person was that told her this rumor. She can't do that to her friend. Then she says this. This is so weird. (laughs) Teresa. Uh, She's like, well, I've been approached from married men since since I've been single. And then I'm like, dude, this is probably not the time that you want to be saying that shit whenever you're basically spreading rumors that Evan is cheating on Jackie. Probably not the time you want to say that shit. So because of that, Jackie gets really pissed. And then eventually, Jackie wants her to shut down the rumor. Teresa is basically saying, hey, you know what? You don't call the shots. You don't. Whoa, whoa. So then after that, Oh, this is how the episode ends. Oh, my God. And I saw so many fucking different memes from this last week. Oh, my God. About Gia. Oh, why did you have to bring her into it? Why did you have to bring her into it? She's an innocent. She is an innocent child. Even though she's 19, she's still a child. Let's just be real. So Jackie basically looks at Teresa and says, you know, with you spreading these rumors like this, it's basically like me saying that I heard that Gia snorts coke in the bathroom of parties. But I'm not necessarily spreading that shit all over the place. Holy shit. And then what happens at the very end of the episode? Teresa's all pissed off. She's leaving. Cunt, 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 cunt. C word, C word, C word. See you next Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? James Kennedy would be shocked. He would like, his fucking jaw would fall to the floor. (sighs) So that's how the episode was. It was pretty epic. And I am so excited for the season. I'm really, really anxious and highly anticipating the whole rumors with Melissa Gorga and that guy that she is consistently texting sometime during the season. I am so excited and I cannot wait for the reaction of Mr. Joe Gorga. Now, with that said, we are going to talk about the Dueling Divas, which we realistically know 
there's only one. Ooh-wee! We know who it is. We know who it is now. Teresa and Jackie, bitches. This is going to be insane. I feel so bad, first of all, that Gia was included in this crazy-ass shit. I mean, this is super adult shit, so she shouldn't even be involved. So, Jackie, that was kind of a low blow for you. So, here's my question, Yins, guys. Are you team Jackie or are you team Teresa? If you were to ask me, holy shit, I'm team Monique, honey. Okay. <laughs> team Monique, yes. Monique. Oh, I, I miss Potomac. They played it the other day. I was really excited. Kern, Kern Huger in the house. Kern. <sighs> so yeah, they both suck right now. I can't be on a team yet. Jackie, what she did was fucked up. That wasn't cool. To a, to a kid like that, that ain't cool. And then you saw you saw on Twitter, Gia gets up there and basically says, oh, that's ridiculous that you would drag me into this, blah, blah, blah. You're trying to put me down and I'm just starting out my life, all that kind of shit. And you like remain happy in your marriage. And I got to live with these accusations of me snorting coke, which clearly I don't. So yeah, that was a, that was a low blow. But Teresa, you've done some shit in the past. So like, I can't, I can't be all in with you. I mean, let's just go back. No, we don't even need to go back because we already know. So I don't know. Team Teresa, Team Jackie, I got to think about it. I got to, I got to watch the next few episodes to see if I have a choice. But at the moment, I'm pretty neutral and I'm still sticking with Team Monique. You know what I'm saying? Now with that, let's talk about the weekly shade of this episode. So a couple things for the weekly shade, okay? <laughs> so whenever people were arriving at Jackie's husband's birthday party, everyone was there except for Teresa and Jennifer. <laughs> so Jackie said something to the sorts like, Jennifer, I, well, I guess she wasn't excited enough to get here on time. LOLOL, as we recall from seasons past, about her talking about why the fuck would you just get your kids a pizza? Why don't you throw extravagant parties? Like, what the fuck? That's a little bit of shade. Shade much right there. Obviously, huge shade is Teresa throwing that shit about Evan cheating on Jackie. So that's still like the what the fuck moment for me. Biggest shade, I'd say, of the probably the biggest shade of the season. I'm already I'm already assuming that. If there is anything more than that, holy shit, then that just means that it's just going to be the best season. And I don't know. For me right now, this is reminding me, and I don't know why, but immediately after I watched the first episode, I thought of the season of Atlanta with Phaedra and the whole candy and the rape allegations and shit that were not true. Oh, it just took me to that season and I was just like oh my God, this is going to be the best because that season of Atlanta, in my opinion, hands down, the best. This season, like I said before, I can't get into it. LaToya, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I don't like LaToya. She's kind of deterring me from actually even watching the show and that makes me really sad because why would I let this girl do that for me to not want to watch it? She just needs to stop talking. Get her off the show. Fucking get Marlo a peach, please. Please. Maybe that's the other thing why, too. Maybe I don't want to watch it now because they still haven't given Marlo a peach. That pisses me off. Get the bitch her peach and tell LaToya to shut up. But that's just my, that's just my thing. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, back to the weekly shade. Ooh, this was so good. Whenever Teresa said to Jackie, 
Ever since she's been single, married men have come up to her pretty often. Oh, and then Jackie says, well, that's great for the married man tree, but my married man wouldn't even turn into your direction, honey. Basically saying, go fuck yourself, Teresa. He ain't looking your way, okay? You can get whatever guy that you think that you say that you're getting, but my man isn't coming your way. That was epic. I loved it. I'm saying epic way too many times in this episode, and I'm sorry. Like, I need to fix that ASAP. And the last shade, which is also part of the other reason why Teresa probably said cunt eight million times. There were so many beep, 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 Exactly. This is what Jackie says. And she's like, I'm living the life that you want to live. And I'm winning. Holy shit. Holy shit. I love that she said that. That was such a dig. And that was so shady. That was like an ice cream sundae for me. You had the ice cream, the hot fudge, the whipped cream, honey, the cherry on top. And especially for me, this is the biggest deal, is the sprinkles. I would call them jimmies because that's like a Pittsburgh thing. So you sprinkle those rainbow jimmies on the top. That's what that was with what Jackie said. It was great. Yes. Thank you, Jackie, for blessing us with your awesomeness and your hashtag winning like Charlie Sheen. So congratulations on that. Now we're going to go to my favorite part of all segments, the quote of the week, which some of them are from the dudes. And I have a feeling that they're going to be fucking taking over a lot of the quotes anyways. But Jennifer and Margaret, they got to step up their game. Episode one, I think the guys take it right now. So let's go to the quote of the week. So I have a few things here. (laughs) Coming from Frankie Catania. Love him. He, he definitely is my favorite Jersey housewife. Oh, he's, de- he's definitely my favorite Jersey husband, ex-husband, whatever. So he says, this is in reference to Dolores' new ass. He says, dude, it looks like it's filleted. Oh, <laughs> that's a great one. And everyone loves filleted fish. Okay, so basically he's saying, Dolores, you got a nice ass. So maybe that means he's saying, I secretly want to get back together with you, but I'm too afraid because I feel like you'll reject me because I was such an asshole, but I love you. Only time will tell. Then you got Joe Gorga. The bromance between Joe Gorga and Frank Catania is consistently blossoming, will never stop. It will flourish. It will be like a never-ending creek with the rippling water it will be infinity basically they're fucking awesome and i love them together joe also speaks of dolores's new ass what does he say basically that dolores's ass it just talked to me that's what he said love it 2021 could be the year of the ass like the ass not the donkey but the ass you know what i'm saying then we get to good old Jennifer. Love Jennifer. Oh, you know what? The la- the two quotes that I have from the ladies, they're both from Jennifer and Margaret. So yes, they're already, yes, thank you girls. Love yins guys. Jennifer says something about the blowjob thing, right? This is after Jackie made the announcement for the birthday party. <laughs> Jennifer says, they don't call it a job for nothing. Basically giving Evan a blowy, right? Because Jackie doesn't do that shit. Ha ha ha. I guess that wasn't as funny as I thought it was at the time. So last quote, my lovelies, Margaret. (laughs) Margaret, she's saying this to Marge Sr. about the boat excursion because they're about to go on a boat, you know. (laughs) 
And then she says to her mom, she's like, don't put crazy things in my head because I can't get my boobs wet. Yes, because she just got her tatas done. You can't do that. You got to give them some rest, you know. So those are my quotes. I would have to say my quote of the week is going to come from Frank Catania because he had the best one in my opinion. Dude, it looks like it's filleted, a.k.a. Dolores, your ass is filleted. I want it. Get back with me. I love you. That's what Frank Catania is saying in my head with my thoughts. But is he really? We'll find out this season. I think we're in for a lot of drama this season for Jersey. I don't know if I'm anticipating the craziness that we saw on Potomac because that was an actual physical fight that we saw. And it doesn't seem like the previews show that or get us revved up for that. If there were to be any fights, it would probably come from Joe Gorga because he has such a hothead. But do I think that Evan cheated on Jackie? I don't. I just I just don't think that I don't think he'd want to. I think it takes a lot of work for someone to cheat on someone else. I've never cheated on anyone. I feel like I've been cheated on before, but I don't necessarily have full evidence. But I do feel like I have been. My intuition tells me. But I do feel like it takes a lot of work to cheat on someone. And I don't know if Evan really wants to. I just He just doesn't seem motivated to do that kind of thing. I don't know. Do I think Gia snorts coke? Fuck no. That's some messed up shit. I don't believe that whatsoever, and that was definitely something that should not have been said or even thought of. Like, that's just, it was crazy to me. So, but Jersey's going to be good. Summer house right now. Luke, come on, man. Get your shit together. Shave that fucking hair to a better spot. You don't look good. Stop. Get the head bandana, whatever the fuck. Like, this isn't you. Like, stop it. I don't like it. Give me the Luke from last season, where I actually thought you were kind of a good guy, but you seem like you're a piece of shit because not only are you playing Hannah, but you're playing Sierra. Like, that's fucked up, man. Get your shit together. And Lindsay's boyfriend, Mr. Steven, you need to realize that it's 2021 and she's not supposed to be kissing your ass all the time, getting you a sandwich. I hate that. That's like Jax Taylor telling Brittany, go make me a sandwich. Motherfucker, you get off your ass and you make a sandwich. Okay? That's simple. 2021. Get with the fucking program. Ooh, got a little aggressive there because I don't like that. I don't like that. How many sandwiches do you make me? Really, Steven, how many sandwiches do you make Lindsay? I'd be surprised if she even said one. So there's that. Salt Lake City, damn, damn. I have to say, reunion, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I appreciated it. I just, were there other reunions that were a lot better? Yes. And I think if Lisa Barlow could just like come down a few pegs and come back onto planet Earth and get her head out of the fucking clouds, then I think it would have been better. I I just think that she was trying to come in so hard, like she was the head honcho. Like, you're not, honey. Jen Shaw is, and she does it without even trying. So, and then if it's not Jen, it's Meredith. And Meredith doesn't even have to say a fucking word, and she's like high on that totem pole. Lisa, you're trying too hard, and maybe that's part of the reason why I didn't like it as much. So, you know, just don't fucking glue your eye basically, is what I'm saying. Be better than The Gap, like my last episode. Be better than The Gap, honey. Yins, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening. You guys are kick-ass, and I thank you so much for the support. And what do I mean by that? This is what I mean. I'm going to thank Yins, guys, 
personally, but kind of not personally because I don't know your names. However, I know the cities that Jin's guys are in, okay? So, Pittsburgh, honey, I want to thank you. I see you. New York, I see you. Los Angeles, D.C., San Diego, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Chicago, Columbia, South Carolina, I see you, okay? Philly, Philly, honey, I see you, guys. Massachusetts, Springfield, I see you, guys. San Francisco, Oakland, Boston, Manchester, New Hampshire, Denver, and Orlando, I see you, guys. To my international peeps, listen, Russia, I see you. Australia, Canada, Belgium, United Kingdom, I see you, guys. And I thank you, guys, so much for listening. It's because of you that I love to do this, and I love that you essentially put up with my shit for however long I do the show, <laughs> and I'm sorry if I'm ever annoying. <laughs> would we be friends in real life? I would like to think yes, because Yin's guys keep coming back, and I feel like we would just kick it off with a coffee, you know what I'm saying? So if Yin's guys come to fucking Chicago and or Pittsburgh, slip in my DM. Like, for real, slip in my DM. Follow me at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R on Instagram, of course. And then follow us at Believe Podcasts and at Believe Pop Culture. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Make sure you tell your friends about the show. We want to spread the Bravo good news and bad news. I mean, we don't want it to be super negative, right? But we want to get the Bravo news out there. Tell your friends. Make sure that they come and they DM me on Instagram. Have them tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. That's how we get out there. That's how people discover who we are. We got to get out there. Word of mouth, people. I thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Yes, Jersey, honey. Yes, yes. Let's see what's up with Salt Lake. But really, Jersey's where it's at. These guys have a good one. See you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.